0: Make sure your volume's down. Turn your volume down.
1: I'm from this dirt, 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 dirt. I'm all about that dirt, 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 dirt. I'm throwing dirt, dirt, dirt,
2: dirt. I missed that dirt, 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 dirt. Gotta get back to it. I'm a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so kidding. Wall-
1: Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. Uh, took a week off last week, uh, needed a break, I guess. Uh, had some uh, some people that had some things come up, couldn't come on the show, mm-hmm. so we took a week off, uh, excited to get into tonight and kind of talk about things. I have been absent from the track due to some family and job uh, responsibilities, uh, so hopeful uh, to get back to the track soon and uh, get to watch everybody race. But before we jump in here uh, and introduce our guest tonight, let's run through our first uh, set of sponsors. We've all heard horror stories about insurance companies and insurance agents. Let me tell you about my family's agent, Tommy Taylor. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance and is a multi-line agent that can keep all your insurance in one place. Why is a dedicated agent so important? When you have the unexpected occur, you'd much rather know the person on the other end of the phone. Contact info for Tommy. at extension 2447 or look him up on facebook at tommy taylor indiana farm bureau insurance don't be another horror story stop knocking on wood and relying on a 1-800 number trust tommy taylor today p3 graphics is one of indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel p3 graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry Give them a try on your next project, and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's wwwp 3 graphics.com. Hey,
0: give Brad at Brad Irwin Customs a call for bodies, interiors, fab work, setup, and consulting. With Brad Irwin Customs, you can stick them deeper. Calling today at 812-216-3900.
1: All right, and welcome back. And uh, Matt, uh, how do you feel like the season started off here? Rough. That's probably the the word for it, I would agree. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about that, so let's go ahead and introduce who we got with us here tonight, and then uh, we'll jump into that just a little bit uh with us tonight uh indiana pro late model driver third generation driver
0: be Britton Gatzi. thank you for having me Britton, pull that uh mic closer to you there
2: how's that that'll be good let's see
0: and also we have uh white shoes in the house yeah the legend himself the one and only
2: i guess i don't know that story <laughs>
0: the white shoe story yeah he was up recording one night at the racetrack and he tells me he didn't want to go to victory lane. He was going to stay up on the roof because he didn't want to get his white shoes dirty. Uh-huh. So he's been white shoes ever since then.
2: So it's about like we're in flip flops to the track. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't do it. I've you, done that. <laughs> you,
1: I like how just how certain we were there. You don't do it. There is no, <laughs> no wiggle room. No. Yeah. So you said, and, and again, I've not been at the track in the last couple of weeks, but so I talked to a lot of people there. Um, you know, obviously, talking Brownstown Speedway, new dirt was brought in. Um, it was a very rough track. I, I but I, before we even kind of get into that, I want to give a huge you know kudos to Jim Price, and and I don't know that Jim gets that very often. Um, and I know there's you know obviously mixed feelings everywhere, but first of all, that that first week, um, the first points night when the track was really rough. Jim comes out, puts out a statement and you know, from the track and says, Hey, we made a mistake, we screwed this up. And I think, you know, when you look at promoters, that takes a lot for a guy to admit that, hey, we screwed this up, give us a chance, we're gonna get it better. Um I It know, takes a lot for anybody. Well, yes, but especially a promoter, absolutely. you know. Absolutely. And so I want to give him that credit, and then obviously we saw improvement the next week. And, and, um, it's not where it needs to be, but it's improvement, and he's obviously putting time into it.
0: Yeah. And uh you said you was on your way over here, and he tell he's already worked on it this week, right?
2: Yeah, I stopped by just to, just to look, and it had been tilled up, and it looks good.
0: So I mean, you know, and I think he knew he was going to have a little bit of a struggle with the new dirt, and as rainy of a spring we that we've had, and you know, I'm like you, you know, kudos to him for saying you know it, it wasn't the track it should have been, and and he apologized for that. So I'm I am going to give him credit for that, and. You could see an improvement from that weekend to this one, and it still isn't where he wants it or the drivers want it, but I think he, he's going to get
1: it there. And I understand the frustration from the driver's point of view too because you don't want to tear your stuff up from the racetrack either. So I, right. I understand that frustration. But, again, I think it's always hard when we know we screwed up and, and having to admit that. So I, I do want to at least give Jim a shout out there and, and to the whole crew at Brownstown Speedway you know, for continuing to work on it and get it better and, and produce the racing that everybody expects when they show up at Brownstown. I agree. So off of that subject now. But, uh, Britton, obviously you have this, you know, unbelievable family history that comes, uh, from the dirt world. I, I would almost call it the first family of, of
0: Brownstown Speedway. I'm being serious, man. You know, how many years has a Agatsi raced there?
2: Man, I'd Papa was about 80. So, shoot, I'd say at least 50 some years. That's that's what 55 I was thinking. probably. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's since, since mother time opened, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> there was a Gatsy pushing a pedal somewhere. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: obviously, you have that family heritage. Was there... Because I usually ask guys, how'd you get into it? Well, it's I, that's a pretty dumb question for me to ask you, but was there ever a time that you didn't have an interest in it that you thought maybe this isn't for me?
2: No, not really. Um, I always went and helped Dad or Steven, and uh, I just just kind of had to wait until i could get the money to get my own stuff to uh, start driving Uh, dad gave me the opportunity i drove a bomber for him a couple times when i was like 16 and i was playing basketball and everything else so i I didn't really get to do a whole lot but uh he got a late model after that and then um, he ran it a couple years and had some back issues and had to have surgery and he put me in it one night and wasn't too long after that i was starting to pay him for uh buying that car off of him and that's just been one step after the other and we're still everybody's still going
1: well that was a good decision that you decided to jump in and do it i mean because (laughs) obviously by your t-shirt you have made some bad decisions in your life yes um but that, that sticking with racing uh was a good decision
2: yeah i uh
1: i had to take at least one
2: shot at you there, there's times don't get me wrong i think man i could go on a lot of nice vacations if i didn't have this race car but you take a couple weeks and off and you realize how much you miss it all and uh I, I really don't know what i would do if i didn't race so just got to keep going
1: And what is it about racing? When you say that you take a couple weeks off, you know, you have this this desire. What is it about racing when you get the chance to be in that car that just drives you?
2: It's hard to explain, you know. I've always played sports, and there's always that adrenaline rush before a game or this and that. And it's nothing remotely close to what it's like to get in that race car, um, you know you you always have them butterflies and the nerves and but once you get out there and it, it's kind of like once they give you the one degree, green you just kind of forget about everything else and it just everything slows down you you forget about being nervous and you just you just go race and then i'd say the second biggest is just all the friends you've we i've made you know some of my best friends i've met at the racetrack and it's it's i don't know if i'd have any relationships like that if i wasn't involved with racing you know tyler allen one of my best friends and you know he's he's from indy so i would have never probably met him if it wasn't at the racetrack so it's just uh it's like a big it's like a second family from march to october it's uh it's like a family reunion every weekend pretty much
0: but, but tyler sold the race car and bought a boat
2: yeah, and so he's uh, spending
0: more money than you are now.
2: No, when, uh, <laughs> so when I get mad and aggravated, I take a couple weeks off, and me and him go to Monroe. And there you go. <laughs> you know, then I realize I, I kind of miss this racing stuff, and then come back, and he helps me on the car.
1: And uh, I see uh, Braden Watson's here, here watching with us, and I want to give him a shout out for two things number one first win at brownstown speedway saturday night braden um huge shout out to you brother that was awesome i hate that i wasn't there to see it and congratulations on that number two i couldn't agree with your comment more Uh, he said the duke blue devils are awful so uh i just two of those i wanted to give him kudos uh for jumping out those uh but uh and trent louse
0: says uh when does the adrenaline rush wear wear off for you during the week like after the races is it immediately over when you get out of the car or does it last a day or two no
2: it's it's a i'd say at least the rest of the night it's it's there and then you kind of go to bed and wake up sunday and you got to go look and see how much you tore up or you know wash that's day when, yeah how sore you are that's when reality starts sinking <laughs> yeah. back in and i was gonna tell Braden congrats but after that comment i i don't think i will but no seriously that was that was a good show from what i heard and that's that's very well deserved you outrun a lot of good cars oh yeah victor and you know boat neck matt yeah Yeah. that was very very good
0: yep
1: have you ever i mean obviously you ran the bomber um and now into the crate late model are is there anywhere else you look to to want to try something i mean have you ever thought of getting in something else
2: um i've actually talked to one of my sponsors davy wagner about um driving a pure stock for him a couple times this year um, just if we have an off weekend or something like that, but I've always kind of wanted to try a modified. Mm. Um, and I think if it wasn't for the crate class, that's probably where I'd be. Um, they, I don't know. They just look, look like a lot of fun. You you kind of have to be smooth on the throttle and not just hammer down. And, um, uh, I, I think that's, and I, I've, it's crossed my mind about selling the late model stuff and getting one, especially here in the last few years when you start struggling with a new car and, like eh, maybe i should just try a different class so but I a
0: whole know. lot of horsepower and a, and a small tire you know so that's a, yeah, that's kind of an interesting thing
2: i i like it it's especially like on something slick oh yeah yeah you know i yeah. think that'd be fun it'd be like ice skating but <laughs> i'm not good at that so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so where'd the 14 come from man i know that 14 and and the Gautsies are synonymous together there what, what's the you know i know Grandpa Ray, you know, ran a fourteen. So, what was his reasoning for bringing it in?
2: You know, i I don't know. Oh, really? I do not know the answer to that. Um, I'd have to ask him. But yeah, it's either it's everyone's always ran the fourteen. You know, uh, Josiah a couple times. He he drove an X nine just to yes. kind of change it up. Uh, Levi's the G fourteen. Dad kind of does some throwback stuff with the 114 or the K1 car. And then Stephen. Steven somehow has always just been 14. <laughs> I'm not sure how he got grandfathered into that. He don't have a letter or anything. But he's just 14, just like Papaw. So, and then yeah. you know, mine's the 14B. But, yeah, we've all just... I don't know.
0: I did not know if there's a story or, you know.
2: I'm sure he's told me, but I, I can't remember off the top of my head. But well, he, if
1: you get up tomorrow at about 3 a.m.,
2: I bet you yeah, can find out. Here yeah. in a few hours when he's at Arby's, we'll uh, <laughs> I, I would send him a text, but he can't even hardly answer his phone, let alone do that. So. We might have to just go to Arby's in Bedford at 5 a.m. and do a yeah. podcast one day. Pretty much. He's something. <laughs>
1: So, when you come from a family that has so much racing history and racing background, do you feel like there's extra pressure on you when you get into the car?
2: No, absolutely. It's um, Because not only are you trying to, you know, win and run the best you can, but then you've got family members that, you know, you'll hear from if they outrun you. So, (laughs) you got to try to beat everyone else, and then especially beat them. And then you got Papaw. If you don't run good, that'll tell you exactly why you're not running good. <laughs> and sometimes that's not always fun to hear, but it's helpful. And then, uh, you know, just just that name. There's good and bad. Oh, yeah. Um, It, it comes with a lot of pressure, mainly from yourself, because you don't want to be the one that loses to your family or anything else. And, you know, he's won over 500 races. Yeah that's everywhere yeah everywhere yeah. come yeah. from australia to here he's he's won a race somewhere yeah. and, and in
1: that number just ridiculous oh, when you is. really put it in your head i mean it, it it well that makes you really
0: think you know when when
1: cal bush blows it
0: all up for a 100 yeah you know raise one
2: 500 all over the world yep you know and they're big shows i mean he's he's won some local stuff but he you know that that star series and all that oh stuff, yeah the southern all-stars and You know when he won those championships and i mean he he's pretty well won everything the the one that sticks out is the year he led the world and burn a piston you know and everyone says he was checked out and gonna win that race and that's one you don't bring up. <laughs> I bet not. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> so. you, you, don't, you
1: don't ever give him any pointers on that
2: one. No. <laughs> so, well, you know. No, I just, anytime someone asks him, I would just kind of walk away. Yeah, get away <laughs> as fast yeah. as possible. It's like, well, I think there's something to do. So, and obviously, yeah, you
1: have this great wealth of knowledge. Does it is it tough sometimes with all of these guys in your family that, that race that you get different opinions and and so who do you who do you really rely on because you're getting all this advice and i know sometimes in those situations it can all be different advice
2: yeah and a lot of it's how you drive everyone has their own kind of driving style um i've always been really close to my uncle steven um i've I've really always looked up to him and i would say he's probably the first phone call i make if i have an issue or just a question and I'm a worrier. I don't know if anyone else knows. Anyone that really knows me knows I worry about the dumbest stuff in the world. I mean, I make up scenarios that that will never happen. But if I start thinking about it, it'll drive me crazy. Oh so I'll call Steven at 10, 11 o'clock. Over, he's like, you just need to calm down. <laughs> so even if it's not a setup question, he just he just kind of calms me down. And uh, so at the racetrack, me and him always park by each other. And, you know, he'll... He'll give me – we, we kind of drive alike. You know, he likes that slick, smooth stuff like I do. So our stuff's kind of similar, The especially back when we both had Master Belt cars. You know, we our stuff was pretty much identical, but now he's got that rocket and I've got a laser. You know, there's some similarities. But, uh, you know, one of the things that always stuck to me was if you ask 10 guys the same question on a setup, you're probably going to get 10 answers. So find one person that you trust. Yeah and ask one person. And we, yeah. We've
1: talked about that on here, too, and I think that's where some young guys get themselves in trouble because yep. there's this wealth of knowledge in the pits, and they go ask 10 different guys, well, they change 10 different things on the car, and, and they're garbage know. again, but they don't know what, or, or they get better, and they have no idea what actually helped them get better. Yep. And how much better they may have been if they wouldn't have changed everything. And I think that's a great point is you know, take one person you trust and really try and follow that. And and
0: I'm sure not all ten of those answers are the truth either. Oh, why
2: would you think a competitor (laughs) would tell you something wrong? Yeah, that's that's we don't do that. (laughs) So
1: also with that, you know, I want to ask you, as you talked about being a warrior and some of the situations you come up with, do you have one that that's, you know, something that just drove you nuts that is is crazy?
2: Oh, man, there's so many. Okay, so in like <laughs> two, <laughs> 2013, when I first started, I, I burned a piston in two motors within two laps. And ever since then, I swear I hear something in my motor <laughs> every time I'm in the car. And it doesn't matter if you win a heat race or whatever i hear something at some point and i I talk to travis every day almost and it's it's gotten better now that you know i've kind of calmed down some but i'd travis i think i hear something in my motor no you don't just it's fine okay but what it was was the fuel cell in that old car i bought that i started the foam had come out and so it was getting in the fuel line oh and so it, it collapsed, you know, you couldn't get enough fuel and it just starve the motor and burn a piston. But I, I will never forget, we hot lapped and it, it burned a piston, loaded up, went home, got it fixed that week, went right back, first lap of the hot laps, did the same thing. And I was like, I'm cursed you know like this. this is not near as fun as it used to be when i was just watching (laughs) instead of paying for everything i'm only i'm only running one lap a night i mean this isn't fun at all no so i've uh, i'd say i worry about motors a lot and you know this past two weeks i've had a good reason to so but it
1: does that i mean does it drive you nuts because i i think i would be the same way is i would start hearing things constantly in the car that that i think is wrong that's what amazes me, you know, watching the NASCAR guys, just because I can hear their radio communications, their ability to pinpoint what's truly yes. going on is amazing to me because I'd be like, I got a loose wheel. This is making a sound. This is." I would think everything was wrong, I think.
2: Yeah, and it, it always seems to really show it rare it's head when you're running good. Yeah, you? never yes. when you're at the back. No. Like, oh, everything's good back here. I, I wish something would happen, so I'd have an excuse to be back here, but... Now, if you're running up front I'm I'm always looking at my gauges or you know just praying something don't happen but yeah and the only difference than NASCAR guys is you know if they blow a motor they'll have another one next week oh yeah yeah they yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, most of us you know don't have that luxury but that's just part Jamie of.
0: Jamie brings up uh, she says remember the time at Chandler you were worried about worried because you ripped the pocket <laughs> of your suit and walk right past your mom and girlfriend and ask her to sew it for you I sure
2: did (laughs) I was I'd was, i sit down uh I think the week I can't we were at Brownstown the week before and when I sat down in the car and kind of was scooting back in the seat the pocket got caught on the seat and I mean it ripped at like three inches and I was like I'm gonna catch on fire and just burn up (laughs) so I would go to Chandler and I draw one and I'm like, well, this is... I've never been there, so I'm already more nervous than normal. <laughs> I was like, Jamie, can you sew this up? She's like, well, it'll be like a week. I've got somebody, but yeah, that that was fine. And it actually needs re-sewn. So, <laughs> Jamie, if you can talk to that person, I may need that again. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and
1: you kind of brought up, you know, the, the changes in chassis. And this is something I've not asked anybody that's been on. Mm. What goes in to when you're looking at chassis? I mean, obviously, the chassis market has kind of exploded um, in the last probably 10 to 15 years. And so what kind of helps you decide this is the, the one I want to run?
2: Well, it, a lot goes into it. So the very first car i had was a rayburn car and uh, i ran it and it was a good car just to start out in you know get oh, yeah. laps and it, you know dad gave me a good deal on it but and then from there i you know dad and steven and everybody was in a master car and i was like well i need to get one of those so we're all on the same page so i get one of those and run it for a few years and uh, in 2016 we come out first night out run second to marty with it and uh running really well and i was like man you know if we're running this good in this like an eight-year-old car i'd love to have something new so i talked to uh my cousin joe and he was gonna get a new tnt and i was like well i'll just get one so went and bought one of those and uh, location plays a big part um you know master built's an hour from my house and same with uh cj at whiteland yeah but, you know, the rumors started circulating about Masterbuilt shutting down and this and that. And I was like, well, I got to get out of this, you know, or what happens if something breaks and they're out of business? Then I'm, you know, kind of in no man's land. so I got that new TNT and ran it. It just didn't fit me. And Tony and Teresa of TNT Race Cars, they're two of the nicest people you will ever meet in your life. And um, I can't thank them enough. And they're out of Piney Flats, That's Tennessee. That's right, we ask you where these are out of. Yeah so i posted for sale last year and a guy's like i got a 17 laser i'll trade you for and i was like well it's worth a shot and you know jim bernheisel with laser chassis he's he's been really helpful and you know this past weekend was pretty well the first night on it with a motor that was up to par and it was really good you know it 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 was really good but just location price um who else is running it you know to get feedback stuff like that 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 plays a big part but you know now i've got a chassis builder that's 12 hours away and i'm the only one in the pits (laughs) so
0: actually i think there is uh there was another one in there another he might have been a super actually in a laser that 17 car yes um lee williams yeah
2: i've talked to him a couple times
0: but he's from (laughs) illinois
2: isn't he no Haute area maybe i I think he's down south uh dakota uh yes that 23 he's got a laser as well so I guess there's a couple around here yeah. and and they're really good pieces if anyone gets a chance to look at them at pri like they're very well built race cars For there. and uh very nice so you know they're just kind of preference you know some people are loyal to rocket some people are just master built you know i always run best when i have my master built i'll say that but it just takes time too
1: oh yeah yeah i would think anytime i mean obviously when you change that chassis out it's going to take you the the time to figure out how it fits your driving style and how to set it up, and you know all of those little things. and And I like the point that you said, even with that TNT car, it didn't fit me. Mm-hmm. Not that somebody else isn't going to be fast in it. It just didn't fit you.
2: Yeah, they uh, they win races all over the country, and they're very very nice cars. Um, and and price wise, you know, they're they're reasonable, and that's that's a big thing to do. You know, some of these manufacturers are wanting forty thousand oh, yeah. dollars. Mm-hmm. Man, it's almost impossible for a local to swing something like that. I agree. You know, I know what I had in that tnt and it was br- everything was brand new. And uh, you know, it's kind of one of them once in a lifetime deals you're gonna put together. You know, especially with the baby now and all that. <laughs> so uh, priorities change a little bit. And uh, yeah, but you, you, I've got a good car. You know, it's a 17, and everything on it's pretty well brand new so
1: hey let's take a break here real quick and bring in our second round of sponsors and we'll come right back miller's termite and pest control is the only place you need to look for pest control don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies reach out to someone who cares about you they can handle any problem from termites bed bugs ants spiders etc they also do lawn care where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp Reach out to them today on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control, email at pest-n-peace underscore at yahoo.com, or by phone at 812-767-5657. Hey Matt, what would you say is one of your most prized possessions? Oh, it has to be my racing t-shirts. And you've got an impressive collection. But I heard about a new place. P3RacingShirts.com is the one and only place offering genuine custom racing shirts with no minimum quantities. Their shirts are printed in full color using the latest technology and direct-to-garment printing. They have custom designs for several different car types and specialize in our favorite, (laughs) dirt track track racing. That has to be great for the
0: local driver. You don't have to buy all those up front. Absolutely, and they don't have to hold all that inventory at home. What did you say that was again? P3RacingShirts.com. Let's check them out. Gilpin Electric and Generator Services is a customer-first company that takes care of all your electric and generator needs. They're your go-to dealer, installer, and generator service company. Don't be stuck without power during severe weather this year. Contact Gilpin Electric and Generator Services on Facebook or call them at
1: 812-953-1261. I think next time we play the P3 Racing Shirts ad, we're going to have to put... The camera ride on white shoes. Oh yeah! Every time that commercial comes on, he laughs. They I don't get, know, you know why. I mean, the reaction
0: is great. and He, it's he al- always says, "I like that commercial," but then he laughs. You know, I, I don't it's know. Always it's always right the part of dirt
1: track racing. Oh yeah,
0: it's just creative. I think it sounds good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna burn it to a CD for him so you can listen to it. Just <laughs> he he can play it on loop. loop. Yeah, loop. <laughs> On the way to work <laughs> well i mean that that's about your drive is that commercial
2: right yeah, there Almost, <laughs> <laughs> almost.
0: if he's energetic you he ride a bike to work right no <laughs> no i said if if you were
1: there ain't no if <laughs>
2: it's a, that's a firm no yeah <laughs>
1: negatory so where is uh, yeah, the, the transitions get harder and harder <laughs> yeah. every week um to bring it back but Obviously, you've raced at at several different tracks, but what are some of those top tracks that you love to race at?
2: Uh, Richmond, Kentucky. If it was closer, I'd go there every week, and I'm not kidding. Um, There's just something about that place that I've always ran well. I've I've been there just a few times back in 2017, um, and I ran sixth in like a 2,500-win super race. Um, You just... It's slick and smooth, and you got to be right on the yuke tires, and that—that's what I love. Mm-hmm. I mean, I—I, I, I, it's just where I feel comfortable. You know, some guys like the top, and I do not. I just soon to be right around the yuke tires, and I, be, the slicker the track, the better to me. Uh, it's just—it's so much easier on equipment. It—it um, it puts it a little more in the driver's hands, mm-hmm. but I, I love Richmond. And then, I've never raced at um, Farmer City, but I think that'd be pretty neat. It, it's kind of similar to Brownstown, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I, I do too. In some instances, but uh, I think Farmer City would be really fun too.
1: Okay, and talking about going, you know, the bottom or the top, how, how do you make that decision as you're feeling it out the first times you're getting in the car?
2: Uh, you know, it, it, it's a good question because some people just have a knack for going right to the top and then some can just fish around the tires and
1: because i think both of them take a, 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 a skill i mean it's oh amen yes I, I think sometimes people get so excited about the guys that run the top and and don't get me wrong there's a skill to putting it right on the cushion every time but there's a skill to getting right down around those tires and making that car turn and accelerate out of there too
2: yeah i can't tell you how many times i've clipped a uke tire <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> i mean it's it's i did it saturday actually yeah. um but I don't know. Brownstown, you know, 10 years ago, you had to run the bottom to be fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had to be smooth, and you had to hit the hit your marks on the bottom. So I think, you know, watching Dad and Steven and all my family just run the bottom, you just kind of, you can learn a lot just by watching from the grandstands. And um, that's just something I've always, I mean, the very first time we went green, I went straight to the bottom
1: it was just natural
2: yeah i just and if it's got moisture or even if it don't i'm most i'd say about 80 percent of the time i'm I'm around the tires and if not i'm searching for something that i'm probably not going to find up top but
1: so if you're not around the tires it's probably not a great night
2: most likely (laughs) yeah you know that night i ran (laughs) second to marty it's weird because i was running the top and he was he lapped up to like sixth or seventh that night and I, I I couldn't see him. I thought, maybe, you know, he broke and I won this deal. And then <laughs> I see, come off, see the scoreboard at 19, and I was like, eh, second. You know, that's pretty good. But, yeah, I ran the top. And I can I can run up there, but it, I hate a big cushion. I'll be the first. I wish they'd come with a big old roller and just knock that thing down. Because I'm just not a fan. It, I think you tear so much more stuff up doing that, too. I, now don't get me wrong if i'm a, if I'm watching I love watching people run the top oh yeah <laughs> but yeah but if I'm in the car I'm probably gonna be around the bottom somewhere bottom to the middle I
1: you, think <laughs> I think that's even interesting the way I mean as you you admitted there as a fan i I'd, I'd rather oh, see absolutely. this
2: but but
1: the where you feel comfortable and the success comes from being at the bottom
2: yeah it's it's funny uh, one time me and Tyler Allen talked about buying a car and just taking turns. And uh, someone made the comment, be like watching Dennis Erb run and then Brandon Shepard because Tyler's <laughs> always around the top. Oh, yeah. And I'm always around yeah. the bottom. Yeah. So
1: the setup packages week to yeah. week would be amazing. <laughs> 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 Throw run. it all out and let's do it again. there
2: be a lot of fire drills there.
0: <laughs> but you brought up 10 years ago, Brownson didn't have the banking 10 years ago mm-hmm. that it has now. So that's why everybody was at the bottom. Yeah. You know, it was, it was pretty flat.
2: Yeah. And, you know, me personally, I liked it, you know, because. Even, you could still run the top, but you could get away with... I mean, I remember watching Jeremy Hines. He was always one I'd love to watch. He would come off a four, and he would go out. It, it almost looked like he was going to hit the flag stand and get that car turned yeah. and like ramp back on and drive straight across the bottom of one and two and just fly. Now, if you so much get your right rear off that little lip, you're probably going straight off the track yeah. to the scale house. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just, I think that's where the whole what, running the bottom thing come in, you know.
0: Jeff Purvis drove Brownstown like that, too. He would drive right up yeah. th- and then dive down into one. That was yep. the same line that, that Purvis ran there.
2: So, But now, you know, there's, like, my cousin Joe, he's probably going to be around the top. Steven yeah. seems to kind of have a knack for the top. Dad... Kind of prefers the bottom, and I do. And Papal would drive anywhere and outrun us all still today. So, <laughs>
1: fair enough. <laughs> 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 and, You know, as talented as all you, all the rest of you guys are, I don't think anybody's going to argue with you either on on the uh, Facebook live feed. No, because
2: he, uh, what he done, will you know everything's so much more. Every, everyone's so closer speed wise today that it's – I don't know if anything like that will be replicated around here. Devin's probably pretty close. Yeah,
0: i I'll agree with you on that. You
2: know, and uh, yeah, Marty, you know, he's he's the one to beat any time he unloads. But, you know, you take some of them away, and there's 10 guys that could probably win on any given night. Absolutely. So, but, yeah, that ball was pretty impressive.
0: I, I mean, your guys' class, you know, the, the, the crate cars, I, that's a very deep field, you know, I think. Yeah because you know like like you say even marty unloads everybody's looking at him but there's still nights that that they're off a little bit Mm -hmm. and you know and then you got tyler kane you know tyler neal you know um, uh raymond humphrey you know it's it's like you know holy cow you know because it's that feature with you guys is
2: yeah it's like saturday i mean shelby he was gone he was on another level and that was very impressive but you know you get second through i think seventh or so we were all kind of right there in a pack oh yeah yeah and it's just – he hit everything perfect, and, he, I mean, he was gone. No one had anything for him.
1: And I think the I think the great thing about that crate class, too, is even on weeks when guys get that and hit the setup just right, just like Shelby this last week, it, that doesn't mean when he comes back he'll dominate again. That mixture, like you said, is mm-hmm. so deep that even if somebody runs away with it, it could be somebody totally different the next week. I mean, just like you. I mean, your car's hitting now all of a sudden – you you feel like you've got something in the motor who knows when we come back and and that's what i think that whole class has that ability for somebody to shine each week
2: yeah and a lot of it you know starts off in your heat race how you run in your heat because everyone is so close if you start deep it's going to be hard to come through there um back when they did the pill draw man that pill draw was i'm 70% 70% of your night. If you draw a bad number, depending on the track, it doesn't matter who you are. You're not coming through that in 10 laps, and you're going to start somewhere around 12. Yeah. And then unless there's a bunch of cautions, you're not catching whoever it was. So the group qualifying has helped a lot. It's I think it saves a lot of wrecks. It saves a lot of race cars because, you know, you kind of line up where you should. Um, you
1: don't get some of those other cars up front that... Yeah. It, it, not even... Not even lesser quality cars but i know some of those times that in in the other classes where you've got a new driver that ends up up front and i i get it i'm a competitor too i don't know that i could say just put me in the back but that creates some situations sometimes that tears some things up
2: yeah yeah absolutely and you know the very first time i drove i tried to get dad i was like just put me to the tail let me take he's like nope you're starting wherever you draw Jeremy Hines started right behind me, and I have never been so nervous in my life, because <laughs> I thought, man, if I do something and wreck him, I'm going to hear it from dad, and I'm going to hear it from Jeremy, because that's one of the guys I always looked up to. I I mean, when he drove street stocks, I, we always pitted, see, back then, we would always pit down by the scale house. Yeah. It was all of us and all the Heinzes, and we was always right there, so I'd always talk to Jeremy, and, you know, I thought, man, I don't want to, because you'd hate to ruin anyone's night. Oh, yeah. You know, but
0: especially someone you look up to,
2: right? You're like, man, I've watched this guy forever. <laughs> and here's my chance to run with him. And
1: Well, and I think anytime you have a restart or, you know, obviously the start of the race, I think that to me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that to me would be the most nerve wracking thing because when you got a guy like Jeremy Hines, who you know is going to hit the start and you're thinking, if I don't get out, I'm getting ran over. yeah, And, and that's for me, that's the one point. I think if I could get out and just get the car rolling, not that I have the talent to do it at all, but I think I could get in a rhythm. Restarts, I think, would be the 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 talent would definitely show. I that I don't have.
2: Yeah, it's uh, and it's funny, you know. I was talking earlier about how you kind of calm down once you get out there, but as soon as that caution comes out, you get nervous again. Like, oh, Man. really? Like so, Saturday I was passing. Um, I was up to I was me and Peden were pretty well side by side for a second. You know, I. I was like, all right, and I I saw someone on the back stretch pointing down, and I thought, well, there goes my shot because everyone knows where I'm going. (laughs) uh, (laughs) So, but, yeah, on them them restarts, it it just, the opportunity to get tore up is is right there because all it takes is a slide job or you to get in there and, you know, hit a rut wrong and spin out in front of the field and, you know, yeah, them cars are hard to miss you know, they, you know, <laughs> they take up a whole lot of <laughs> racetrack yeah, sure especially when they're sitting sideways <laughs> they, they sure do you, know. you come up on them a lot faster than you you think but yeah you know me and me and jeremy um one night last year at vernon we were throwing sliders back and forth and that was so fun because i thought you know here's here's a guy i've, I've looked up to my whole life and we're like, he'd slide me, I'd get a run, slide him back the next corner. Of course, he ended up winning, but, you know, it, it was just really neat to be like, well, you know, here, here it is. And, you know, and same when you race against Marty or Mark Barber. Oh, you know, yeah. Any of them guys, Steven, it's like, you know, it, it's just, it's cool. You're, you're like, you, know, I've always watched these growing up as a kid, and then here you're out there with them. And sometimes you're like, I wish they weren't here so you could outrun them. But
0: and they they probably you know they forgot more tricks than what you know right now in your career.
2: Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And some it's and they always know what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Like that, I slid Jeremy back and I thought, all right, we're gonna take off. And before I even got off the corner, yeah, there he was, the man inside, gone. And I was like, well, he saw it coming. He dragging the brake, crossed me over, and there he goes. Yeah. So yeah, it's there's a there's a it's amazing how much time you have to think, um, uh, how much runs through your mind in that short amount of time from corner to corner. That
1: amazes me. It, it does You, and I, you yeah. and I have talked about that so much, and and I, I've, I've told this story before, but it always goes back to when Devin was on here, and, and I said something about Eldora, and I said, what is it like when you're barreling down towards the wall of Eldora? And he said, oh, man, turn one and two is great, because once I get into it, I can check the video board and see where guys are behind me, and I'm like check the video board you're you're barreling in <laughs> yeah at Eld- and I, and I, every driver's been like yeah you can do that but to me that's that's insane to me it, it, i i can't imagine being on that car and getting it set i'm thinking i'm gonna check the video board and just see what's what's going on
2: yeah i've got a i've got if, if tyler allen's not with me frank porter one of my lifelong friends who helps me more than he'll ever know but he goes with me about every weekend and they both stand in pretty well the same spot, and I look at them every lap. I don't care what place I'm in. Really? Yep. They're back there with sticks, and, and I know exactly where they're at. Hmm. And every lap, I can either see the sticks getting bigger, or someone's getting closer, or telling me to move to the top, and I'm just going to be stubborn and probably not do it. But, uh, yeah, that it, it's once you get used to it, everything slows down. And I know everyone says it, but it's true that first time I drove, I couldn't have, I couldn't think straight, you know, and then you, you just do it and he's kind of, everything just slows down. And Papa always used to say this, when it all slows down, you go faster. And I thought, I don't even make sense, <laughs> but it's true. Cause uh, you know, you're smoother and you're, you're going f- faster, but, but yeah, you, you can, about everyone's probably got a signal guy. And, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You know because I, I i've seen them under caution everyone's got their own colored sticks and you know it's just it, it's a comfort thing to me um you can I, as many wrecks as they cause sometimes they prevent them i have wanted to throw a slider on somebody and i've seen the sticks real close together i'm like i don't have room yeah you know so i i don't do it and uh, except one time i <laughs> Tyler Tyler lied to me and I, I went in there and threw it on um Matt Becks, and Matt's car owner kind of let Tyler have it about the whole signal and deal <laughs> <laughs> but uh ever since then it's you know they're pretty honest with me
1: and I want to go back you know when you talked about some of those guys you know Jeremy Hines and and Mark Barber and and some of these guys that you look up to and it's so cool. I wanna give you some credit growing up in the family you did to not be jaded to what some of these other drivers have done. Um, it would be very easy for you just to say, nobody's my grandpa and no and and, but to realize what these other guys are doing and some of the things you've looked up to them and I think it's really cool that you mentioned those guys as well because, you know, Marty and, and Jeremy Hines and and Mark Barber because I think that shows a lot about how passionate your family really is about this sport, you know, and and how much you guys really love it. So I wanted to give you some credit for that before we moved on. Thank you.
0: How much of a pucker moment was it when uh, you went underneath Tyler Neal a couple weeks ago?
2: Well, it was – the thing is I had plenty of time to do it because that's when the motor wasn't running. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, baby. Give me enough to get through. Yeah, I was like, well, I'm going to start – you know, a few car links back because I thought, you know, if these guys wad up, I'm just making a lap and going home. Yeah. Like I ain't getting in someone else's mess because my car won't run. And then I see him, and I'm like, man, this is gonna get ugly. And so I, I was literally, as we, I was going by, I was getting my stuff undone because it, it was a, it was a bad wreck, and mm-hmm. the video and stuff don't really do it justice. But I had a real good view, and i was getting undone i don't know how marty beat me to him that's what impresses me because marty yeah. got a, he stopped out of his car before i got to him
1: he probably didn't unbuckle the belts he probably, he probably just tore through yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah that man when he wants to move I, he, he is can, a strong
2: fellow uh, yes he is i mean you know he is a lumberjack yeah so. but yeah it was it was it, it makes you think real quick too you know it um it's kind of like a realization like you know that 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 could happen to anybody oh yeah and um you know i I was walking back to my car and brad Barrow pulled me over he goes well this got awful serious awful fast (laughs) and i said yeah and you know just i made another lap and pulled off and everyone you know everyone the sad reality is some people go the races to see Rex, Mm -hmm. and there's people that do not have a clue how much these cars cost. I mean, any of them realistically 30 to 40 thousand on up. Oh yeah. yeah. And I mean, we're running shocks that are 700 to $1,000 a piece. And I went and talked to Tyler after the race just to check on him, and you know, all the bolt-on stuff was broke. I mean, we're talking $3,000. You know, just to get it fixed, come the next week. Right. It. it, Don't get me wrong. It's exciting. You know, if you're in the stands and see something, yeah. But, you know, you're you're talking this. That may end someone else's year. You know, if it happens to the wrong person. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's not race cars. There's no races. So yeah. You gotta.
0: But you can look all the time. You know, when you get home and you know the teardown. And then the build back, you know, that they're taking time out of their families. And, you know, you being a new dad, I mean, you're probably realizing that more than, than ever now of you <laughs> know the time in the race shop compared to the time inside the house, you know.
1: Yeah,
2: I used to think I was really busy. <laughs> right and, on. And uh, it's, it's, it's amazing how much free time I used to have. <laughs> That's the best quote I've ever heard. Because yeah. <laughs> I
1: understand exactly
0: what me you too. mean. Me too, me too, yeah.
2: But yeah, you know, it, it takes... 10 20 hours a week to go through your stuff on a clean night right by the time you tear down wash all your tires bolt check grease you know check your toe and all that i mean that's a long time mm-hmm. and uh, especially there is nothing worse than wash day i'm telling you <laughs> it is awful but yeah it's uh it's very time consuming and you know the people that put up with it, it they, they deserve a lot of credit because this is a, a man it, it's kind of kind of one of them sports where you you make a lot of sacrifices to do it and um,
1: and your family does too yeah. and if you don't I, think, have, I think they make more of a sacrifice yeah, if Absolutely. you don't have that support yeah. it, it you can't do it yeah it, yeah
2: it's um yeah I mean I go from work to the shop basically. And I'm there till probably ten at night most nights, or or so. And Frank helps me a ton. You know, if I've got something I have to do, he'll do what he can because it's it's at his shop. So it 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 takes every single person involved to get that car to the races from week to week, really.
0: And you you know, I'm just gonna say, you know, though those of us that you know, work at the track, and you know, me and Dustin doing this we get so much closer to you guys, you know, than a fan does, you know, like you said earlier, we're like a, a family from, from March to October. So, you, you know, when you guys get in sticky situation out there, you know, it almost feels like a family member is getting hurt or, yeah. you know, could possibly be hurt because I know, you know, we just all get, so we see each other every week, yep. you know, so it's, uh, you know, it, it is a, a very family atmosphere from, you know, the, the track workers to the employee, you know, to the, uh, the racers to the crews you know when i walk through the pits i try to talk to everybody yeah. and it's uh
2: yeah and you know. that's that's so racing with family you know that's one of the disadvantages so say you get into it with somebody at the racetrack on a normal week <laughs> you're not gonna see them for a week <laughs> yeah. you get into it with your family probably gonna see them down the road here come i don't know 12 hours later yeah and so that's kind of you know if you have a week to cool off it (laughs) kind of settles a lot of disputes whereas if you go home and they're right there so but
1: hey let's take one more break get our last (laughs) round of sponsors in and we'll come back and finish up in the fastlaneproductions.com is the premier place in Southern Indiana to see all of the racing action from Brownstown Speedway on Saturday, <laughs> Saturday nights. Go and get your premier account now, especially headed in the off season. It's a great opportunity to review all the racing action from two thousand eighteen as well as past seasons. Schaefer Photo and Custom
0: T is the place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia. Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like from prints. Keychains, magnets buttons and much more stop by the schaefer photo and custom t booth and let bronze bobby know what they can do for you don't let your saturday night go without the excitement and live action at southern indiana's premier dirt track brownstown speedway
1: racing every saturday night starting with the indiana icebreaker march 16th wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start APR Podcast Studios in Crothersville, Indiana is available to record, edit, and produce a podcast in-house for you for a minimal fee. Don't waste hundreds or even thousands of dollars trying to get started. Let APR Podcast Studios do the hard work and you worry about the content and entertainment. APR Podcast Studios is available by email at aprpodcaststudios at gmail.com or by phone at 812-455-1313 all right back now to finish up here and uh uh i'm sure you just set him up as i see him pulling stuff out on his phone (laughs) because uh we do always like to give you a chance to give a shout out to your sponsors and and not just sponsors but also those people that help you get to the track every week and uh, make sure you thank everybody the the family and that as well so
2: yeah you know first and foremost uh travis kern um he's a guy i think that doesn't doesn't get the recognition he deserves sometimes he uh in my eyes he kind of saved late model racing in southern indiana about 10 years ago when him and tim put that crate series together because i know i can't i'd say i can rattle off 20 names of people that couldn't have a supercar Mm -hmm. and uh so i i I gotta thank uh travis kern racing engines uh ricks automotive and towing stinger excavating uh one of my good friends chase briscoe racing uh, the Cox family, Steve, Keegan, and Peyton Cox for all they do for me. Sud Earth and Company Real Estate, Revere's Food and Fuel. Uh, Wayne Fugate with State Farm. He's new this year, and uh, I'm glad to have him on board. Big Dog Accessories with Austin Manning. Uh, Hustler, Mort- Hustler Motorsports with Davey Wagner. Laser Chassis, Focus Shocks, JP Technology. That's Jason that helps K-Rob. And okay. uh, he is probably one of the sharpest guys i've ever met with a race car you know he used to help scott and bobby and he is very very sharp uh kent robinson jp salvage uh scott's barber shop a&b trophy printworks wild boy race chasers that's just a group of guys there in uh, bedford that love to go racing and uh i'm sure you've seen them. oh yeah and yeah, levi and all them they're uh they're a good group um they just like to have fun. They get a little rowdy, but they're, they're a good group. And uh, and the problem with that is... Yeah, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, <and laughs> Zero judgment. <laughs> and then uh, Frank Porter, you know, I've, I've mentioned him a few times. He's We grew up across the road from each other, and who'd have thought, you know, 20 years later we're here, still really good friends working on race cars like we always talked about. Uh, Tyler Allen, Nathan Bunch, uh, Alex Wessel, Camden Meadows... Uh, my family i mean it it takes it takes so many people to um to get these things you know week in and week out and i gotta thank you guys for having me uh white shoes <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know his his brother ryan and uh you know the, the shafers and uh you know brownstone speedway uh, twin cities any any place that lets us come put on a show you know, we've we've got to be appreciative of them, so. But yeah, I, and if I left any sponsors out, I apologize. But that's uh, that's that's most of them, I would say.
0: well We're glad you came, man. I mean, feel free to come back anytime.
2: Yeah, it's, it's you been know? a lot of
1: fun. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I I appreciate you thanking us, but you know, for us as fans, um, you know, yes, we started this with the intention of putting a spotlight on you local guys, but i've said this a lot of times this is for you guys yes um it, it is it's an opportunity uh for i'm sorry i'm laughing brandon allman just said what an ugly shirt but
2: man everybody i it, catch so much for that But I, can, listen, I, can't, I can't believe
1: he he's not a jared bailey fan
2: well he, yeah yeah, right? what'd jared ever do <laughs> the midnight rider Here, here's that, that's the, another uh,
1: nickname i gave man <laughs> Here's the deal with Alman. He wears that other blue, that that Carolina blue, and that's as oh my a, God. that's as ugly as <laughs> that shirt. So I'm, yeah, both shirts are. Uh,
2: we're gonna have, we're gonna have to block him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, I'd say Carolina is the only team I would rather see lose than iu and man i just that's heartbreaking i was hoping you were gonna say at least kentucky like i can deal with that no he's that other shade of blue that baby blue that's Uh that's hideous so but i do want to
1: say i mean this is for you guys um but for us it is about you know you guys we're still fans of you guys i mean that's the thing i i'm fans of the local guys i mean i joked uh, you know, all of last year. And it's funny. I, I finally got Jeremy's side to his modified up here in the studio uh, this past week. And, and I said all last year, I think Jeremy's got one of the best looking cars that rolls out every week. And the first thing my dad said when I sent him the picture was that's your favorite car, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, I'm pumped, man. It's up in the studio. So it, for us, this is like we get to sit down and talk to guys that we're fans of oh, that yeah. we cheer on every week, but we wanted it as an opportunity for you because I hope your sponsors appreciate the fact that you get to come and do this. And I hope, in some ways, I hope it grows your sponsorship and puts more people in the car because that only helps you get to the racetrack more and it, it only increases the show.
2: Yeah, and speaking of cars, so that, that's probably the one I left off. Uh, Trent Nephilus with Nephilus Design. Hmm. I, I'd had the same rap for a few years because I really liked it. And I, I wanted to switch something up, just hoping it'd change my look and... It started off kind of ugly, but uh, <laughs> but I I am I mean I know I'm biased, but I love that race car. That's, it's a very good looking car. That thing is so sharp, and Trent did a great job of coming that. And you know the the big Duke thing on the top, that that's worth the price of admission. Just seeing <laughs> oh that. <my> probably. Gosh. <laughs> well, I
0: have one of your old doors, but uh, if you get an extra one there of this, because when that you rolled this car yeah. out this year, I really thought that was uh, that was good
1: looking. So. Yeah,
2: it's uh, Trent. I was very very happy. Yeah.
1: And uh, this Saturday night at Brownstown Speedway, a um, little bit of special for the kids. It's a kid's night.
0: Easter egg hunt before the races.
1: Easter egg hunt before the races. Box car races. Uh, Jamie just reminded me to make sure that we pushed it. Jamie, I was getting there. She she, she sent me a message this yeah. week, too, and said make sure yeah. we talked about it. And yeah. uh,
0: they build a, a box that looks like a car, and then you put straps on it and carry, you know, the straps go over your shoulders, and the kids are going to race down the front stretch we did the tire roll last year if you remember and some of the tires rolled the kids more than the kids rolled the tires <laughs> yeah, so, so. Uh, yeah and there's also magic show and face painting also before the races also so you know come early and let the kids enjoy that stuff
2: saturday weather-wise looks looks good there, yeah um uh, t- t- tomorrow and t- friday yeah. not so much <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you know that
0: hopefully it misses kind
2: of uh- makes me worry with the way that that track's been coming apart i
0: think jim you know he pounded a lot with the roller last week i think he's done it again this week and i mean he's you know that's some of this is going to be time with the new dirt but he's he's definitely putting the time in on it so
2: yeah yeah it uh we'll we'll be there you know i gotta thank travis kern i i can't can't thank him enough for you know we we had two trips to illinois to put on a dyno with that other motor and we never could pinpoint it and they finally said we think it's something's inside has went bad and you know he came and looked at it and said pull it and i had every intention of taking a few weeks off you know just because i didn't have another motor lane around and you know he he helped me out and um, came up with this one and i mean he's just he's just one of those guys that loves racing mm-hmm. and he will do whatever he can to help you stay racing and you know there's we need more people like that. And it seems like we're getting kind of fewer and fewer, yep. but yeah. So I'll, I'll be there at uh, Brownstown again, Saturday. Thanks to Travis and all my great sponsors and help.
1: That's awesome. And I, I do want to throw this out here uh, before we leave, because we have, you know, we've kind of put it on social media, but I know we got several drivers watching. If, if you want to come on the show, I don't care if you've been on, if you uh, haven't been, um, if you have, an interest in coming on any week reach out to matt on social media reach out to me um text us, call us uh, if you need our numbers reach out well, stop me in the pits before the races and, and say We're, hey let's set up a time yeah and, let's get you, i mean we do on wednesday night at eight i know that's not great for everybody uh but it's kind of a consistent thing for us uh so that it's a little later in the evening after uh, the kids have kind of gone to bed but we want this to be an opportunity to promote you guys so please uh if you're interested reach out let's get you scheduled let's get you on the books uh because we want this thing to continue yes. and, and spotlight local drivers it, and it's any class in any yes. class they're you know they're at the
0: racetrack they let us know because
1: it's boring when it's just me you and white shoes talking thanks well
0: just like oh, tonight you know i forgot he was over yeah, there. He's, yeah he said he said four words tonight well,
1: like I think say, that was being generous. Mind. Yeah, I think thanks maybe the only thing you said. I'll roll yeah. back the tape and look. Mm, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and if if you don't want to
0: sit and talk, just come and hang out. You know, and you know, give us some. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Some so. comments, you know.
1: Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. I saw I saw Trent Lyle said earlier uh, on one of your posts that if he'd have known oh, you yeah. were coming on, he'd have came in and, and heckled you in the studio. Yep, that's fine too. If you don't want to be on, just come in and hang yeah. out in the studio. I'll tell you one of the. One of the hardest episodes I've ever had to get through was when we had the ladies' night yes. episode. Jason and Heyman's had, wife. And I had Heyman and Jeremy Owens on that couch over there, and yes. watching their faces off camera the whole time and trying to keep a straight face myself uh, yeah. was rough. So, we, <laughs> yeah, we want this to become uh, a Wednesday night hangout with everybody and, uh, again, promoting the, the sport we all love. If enough people show up dustin to buy more furniture out here yeah and yeah, we will i'll steal it from somebody <laughs> i tell you if
2: you if you trent would me and trent's pretty good buddies we talk about it every day anymore and uh if, <laughs> if you get a few of us together it'd be pretty pretty entertaining i'm sure
1: well sounds like a rematch then yeah i'm in <laughs> so again uh saturday night Brown Sound speedway um magic show Easter egg hunt before the race, boxcar races, face painting, um, a heck of a time for the yeah. kids. So if you've got a kid, again, under 12 gets in free, 12 and under gets in free, it's a great opportunity to get them out, show them the sport, get them excited about it, um, and get them involved. And if you love the sport, I mean,
0: that's where you gotta, you got to bring the kids in. You know, that way when they're adults, they're, they're bringing their kids in there, so.
1: All right, and again, Britton, thank you so much for yeah. being on. I wish you the best of luck the rest of the year, and hopefully we'll see you back soon. Yep. Oh, and a bounce house. I just got told bounce houses also. So. Oh, and bounce houses.
2: Yeah, I, mm. I appreciate you
1: guys having me. Uh, the uh... I'm not sure if Skylar Lewis is saying he'd be in to come on the show or he's in for the bounce houses, because I could see him going either way there.
2: I'd say bounce house. Yeah, I think
1: I'm <laughs>
0: – And Derek Bottom says, keep Godsy off the couch. He just had a baby.
2: So <laughs> – <laughs> I'll come down there and see him at Richmond here uh, before too long. That's pretty funny.
1: Jackson Storm, man. I, I love that car. I got to I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to, to Bottoms. <laughs> and, you know, my son loved uh, the Lightning McQueen look last year. But I got to say, uh, Derek, if you have a door left over from Jackson Storm, that would look really good in the studio because my five-year-old would absolutely love that. So, uh uh, but again, drivers reach out to us, man. We want to have you guys on and uh, continue to let this thing grow. And Brad Irwin, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, man. That is the biggest lie in yeah. Jackson County, right there. We
0: stopped and, and proved that one. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, it's lie.
1: Yeah. What is it?
0: He he, he claims he's got the coldest beer in Creathersville.
1: Yeah, and and the the one time that we stopped by his shop, oh, I just put these in. Yeah, there. these I just put them in. There's usually ice coming <laughs> off of them
2: yeah uh-huh uh-huh you only live isn't he just right down the yeah, road he's, he's right down the road he could walk some over if he wants to for you guys not really my cup of tea this has been this
1: has been the uh the ongoing debate here yeah. in brothersville is uh but i think
0: the thirsty sportsman's first actually
1: yeah thirsty's is good yeah uh, oh there he go. they only been in the fridge for 10 minutes i i <laughs> Excuse, right.
0: excuses excuses i'll
1: stop again erwin and I'll, I'll try and stop weekly and just test them out and see how how it's all going down there but uh uh i saw uh, he, he's gonna be at brownstown this this Saturday i night say, also, I, so. I saw his wife post that he's yeah. gonna be out so uh you know good luck to brad and, yeah
2: well hot dog <laughs> <laughs> that explains why he wouldn't answer my phone when i needed a body i guess. <laughs> <laughs> back burner <laughs> All right, well, uh, again,
1: uh, um, congratulations to everybody, and and good luck this week, and uh, thanks for coming on, Britton, and we wish you all the best.
2: Thank you, guys.